This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Nice to have you with us this morning on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Man, it looks like we're getting really good news with regard to uh, DeMar Hamlin and uh, his situation there in Cincinnati. Uh, he is... Uh, waking up and uh it, apparently from a neurological standpoint he's uh, functioning really well uh, he still has some you know hurdles to cross um he's not able to speak yet because he's got a breathing tube in his throat but he was able to ask who won the ball game <laughs> that's pretty cool i mean because i mean you think about uh so many different things that are involved in something like that and you know um you know, brain damage is one of them, you know, when you're talking about, sure. you know, a, a heart attack. And even though they were right there, they had to, you know, resuscitate him twice. It's been pretty well documented. Um, but uh, he uh, he was able to, to ask that, and they told him, you won, <laughs> basically, the uh, the game of life, so to speak. He's uh, still in, uh, still in critical, uh, still considered critical, uh, they'll upgrade his status once they get the breathing tube out and he's able to breathe on his own. Yeah, you want to say to him, DeMar, shockingly, including Buffalo Bills fans, nobody cares who won. Sure, right, <laughs> yeah. right, right. Nobody cares, um, which gives us all faith in humanity. Um, and and just, uh, boy, uh, I, I saw on social media soon after it happened, I don't know, I guess that on Monday night, somebody that was a doctor said there is pretty much, unless he was laying in a hospital bed, not a better place for this to have happened uh-huh. because you had emergency personnel, you had the right equipment, all the above that were really close and could get to him. And it sounds like um, from the emergency personnel there in Cincinnati to the Bills trainers and all that, that they, I mean, just knocked it out of the park, man. I mean, these I mean, you want to talk about heroes in life. No doubt. Right? I mean, these guys, it sounds like, did an awesome job. And we all know that many of them, unsung heroes across the country, day in and day out, do these kind of things. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Um, These guys are probably going to be honored and all the above if things go well. And that's great. They deserve it. But, you know, there's many, many, many others that do the same thing all the time. It just didn't happen in the middle of a Monday night football game. But... um, I, I don't know. Just you, you can't help but feel extremely appreciative of of those folks, and it's just such an an amazing. Uh, I mean, you, you just were sitting there, everybody, you know, fingers crossed, praying that that you would get good news, and it took a little while, but the new, the good news coming out now is just, uh, it's just it's just phenomenal. It just, and, and and I'll be honest with you, it's made me like my interest or thoughts about the NFL moving forward. We're like, man, I just, whatever happens, happens. It doesn't really matter who wins, whatever. And now it just like, okay, yeah, I can be interested in, in the NFL playoffs again, or I can be interested in, you know, who's seated where and all that good stuff. So I don't know. And that, and that's obviously secondary to just, I think it's brought, yesterday's news I, I i mean it seemed like everybody i ran into was like hey did you hear this good news yes and uh, it's just awesome yeah and the the thing that was uh fascinating to me the other day was uh, i was watching a little espn coverage and they had this gal on 
and I, you know, I would would never have thought that it would have been to this level. But she was talking about how before every NFL game, there's a meeting of all the emergency personnel that are on hand, the, and then so she said, and and basically what it is is this doctor is in charge of this and this guy's in charge of this and this person's in charge of this. And if they have this happen, so they go through all these scenarios so that they know, Hey, if this, if this happens, this is your person here, whether it's Jane or Joe or whatever, Mm -hmm. so that when they get out on the field, they're not trying to figure out, okay, Hey, who's the heart guy here? You know, or who's the, who's the leg guy? They know they already, they already know. And the, the, um, the planning and the detail, uh, that they go into, you know, puts probably folks in a spot that are playing in an NFL game in that particular position. You know, the best place to have a an injury is probably right there with all the people that they have. That's not always the case, whether it's, you know, a college game or an NFL game or heck, even a high school game. I mean, we, we had something similar happen here where a, where a trainer, LISD trainer, saved a young man's life mm-hmm. um, on, on the field. Um, so it's uh, it's it's it was and it was stunning to me because the, an article that I read yesterday uh, said that uh, somebody had, I guess had asked and I mean they just they just brought I don't know if anybody asked the question but they brought it up in the article about about him being able to go back to football they haven't ruled that out now he may rule that out he may go hey I've I've kind of had enough um, what they have what they have looked at is that they haven't been yet, yet able to find any previous heart damage, but they're continuing those tests. Okay. So they don't know if it's, this was a condition that he that he had and that's where it showed up or if there was some kind of a genetic issue for him or, you know, already that it was just kind of a time bomb waiting to happen. But um, anyway, so the, the best news of all is that uh, – that he has survived so far and that they're making great progress and he is making great progress. And one of the doctors was quoted in an article that I was, was reading is the best outcome would be back to who he was before all this happened. You know, being just a regular functioning everyday human being. I think everybody would take that. Yeah. So everybody would take that, you know, uh, clearly a life changed and uh, right now a life saved. And so it, uh, it's uh it's crazy uh kind of go from where he was on monday night to where he is today um certainly certainly a lot better off uh today than he was you know monday night you know when when that happened they were trying to save his trying to save his life yeah so now we now that you're past all that is you know you can start as a bills fan start to go Oh, so we have no safeties, and we <laughs> just right. sign somebody off the Jets practice squad and put them on our active roster. Sure, like the Jets is some you know fantastic roster. So now you can start worrying about whether Buffalo can defend anybody in the passing game now. Well, and and you <laughs> and know, that's the positive thing, right? Yeah, You're like hey, we can worry about that and not not other things. Well, you know, and, and the other thing too is is that um um. You know, for the Bills who have to play a game this week, maybe it helps their minds a little bit as well. Oh, I would think in a huge way, exponentially, right? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think there's any question in that. Uh, and the the league uh, this this came out last night. Uh, the league has uh, announced that this game has been canceled and will not continue. Uh, there's been just all different kinds of speculation as to how they're going to handle 
uh, this. Everything from expanding the playoffs to if the Chiefs and Bills were to play an AFC championship game, that they would play that game at a neutral site. Um, so they, they have yet to settle on that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do. That would be disappointing. Um, on uh, all those aspects? If they played at a neutral site. I yeah. mean, you have two of the best atmospheres in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, clearly it should be in Buffalo. <laughs> Since yeah. they had to play at KC last year right. and in the regular season this year. Yeah. yeah maybe. <laughs> maybe. I'm kidding. I actually, truly, I believe, as I told you before, I, I think the only way for the NFL to do it is to to just call it a no contest, and if that affects seeding, it affects seeding. And if Kansas City's the number one seed, um, then it, they're the number one seed, and they get to have the first round by, and they get to host the AFC Championship game. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's it's the Bills. They'd find a way to blow it anyway. We get this from our uh, morning drive uh, listener who's uh, on the mend. Good morning. I am listening from Intermediate Critical Care Unit, trying to find out all news and sports. Hashtag go Red Raiders. You came to the right spot. Well, yeah. Hopefully you put a smile on your face and mm. hopefully you're on the on the good side of the men, not sure, the bad side sure. of the men, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're able to listen to us, uh, mm. hopefully we're not going <clears> to <throat> increase your damage to uh, yep. any of your body parts. Hey, speaking of our listeners, shout out to, to my guy Darren in Buffalo who sent me some Bills memorabilia. I got a box yesterday in the mail with wow. some Bills stuff in it. So. How about that? Thanks to Darren. Appreciate cool. you, man. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time for this day in sports history. Today is January the 6th, 2023. Here is... You got it! Jeff McGuire. Two Good days job. in a row. Yeah! I'm on, a, I'm on a streak here. That's what we call a winning streak. That's what we call a winning streak. Well, no, it's streak. back to back. We win tomorrow. Oh, that's a streak. Then it's a winning streak. Well, I'm I not going to be I here. I call it a winning streak. Yeah. <laughs> it has you. happened before. It has happened before. Well, Chuck, 1925. Okay. Official morning drive distance runner. Oh. Pavo Nermi sets an indoor record of 4 minutes, 13.6 seconds for a mile at uh, 1444.6 in the 5,000-meter run. So he broke a mile record while running a 5K. Okay. Again, pretty cool dude. And, and I, I go back to, okay, at four I've minutes. I've never heard of a 5K before. Anybody running a 5K? Oh, I guess it's a 5,000 meter. Sorry. 5, I've, heard of a, I've heard of a 10K. But anyway, it, it, four minutes and 13 seconds in 1925. That's it's flying. That's impressive. Yes. That's borderline, I mean, it's not world record today, by any extent of the imagination, but it's still flying today. Man. When you Damn. run a four-minute mile, I mean, you're still, I mean, it's still, I mean, it's still pretty impressive. You know, not too many average Joes can go out there and run a four-minute mile. Mm. No. No. Hit the fast-forward button to 1976 because Ted wow. <laughs> Turner purchases the Atlanta Braves for a reported $12 million. Those deals just aren't going to... I mean, it's it was a lot of money then, but it's nowhere near, you know, by comparison, you know, these billion-dollar deals that are taking place. 
need to add a, a zero to the end of it to even get close to the taxes now. Yeah. 1980, AFC Championship, Three River Stadium, Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Houston Oilers 27-13. to mm. And in the NFC Championship, the Rams beat the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers 9 to nothing. 9 to nothing. 1985, the AFC Championship took place with Miami Dolphins beating the Pittsburgh Steelers 45 to 28. And in the NFC, the San Francisco 49ers beat the Chicago Bears 23 to nothing. 1994. U.S. figure skating champion Nancy Kerrigan is attacked by Tanya's Harding bodyguard, Tanya's Tanya Harding's bodyguard, at the U.S. Championships in Detroit. Well, the crazy, <coughs> craziest sports story ever. Jeff Galuli, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. In 2015, Randy Johnson, Pedro Martinez, John Smoltz, and Craig Biggio are inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Pretty good group. And in 2018, a move that absolutely worked out. John Gruden returns to the NFL as the Oakland Raiders head coach after nearly a decade of broadcasting. It is National Shortbread Day and National Bean Day. Not big on the shortbread. Uh, Bean? Like just... Bean. Just beans. Brown beans or any kind of beans. Whatever. Tell me out on all that. Shortbread and the beans, unless it's a green bean. Happy birthday, former Red Raider basketball player Mac McClung, 23. By the way, I I really had an initiative this year on Christmas to get you a can of green beans as a Christmas present because you you love just green beans in a can. Yep. And that would have been... That would some would have said, "Why are you doing that?" But that would have been a cherished gift, wouldn't it? I mean, I do like them. I mean, it's not like it's the uh, my favorite food ever. You yeah. know, you could have got me like a you know an almond joy, and I like that more. Okay. But uh, you know, the green beans are pretty good, man. Peanut M and M's would also mm-hmm. be a good gift. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. I I just sat here and, and eaten them right out. I know. The can I, know. I know you would have. I'd get in the little can where you pop the top, you know, and get, sure, bring in go. a plastic fork and uh, let you go. Yeah. Let's get after cheese it. and ketchup only uh, cheeseburgers from McDonald's. Those are, I'm a fan. Happy birthday, also to Jameis Winston, who's 29. Gilbert Arenas is 41, and Lou Holtz is 86. Mm. And on this day in 1838, Samuel Morris's telegraph system is demonstrated for the first time. At the Speedwell Ironworks in Morristown, New Jersey. The telegraph, a device which uses electronic impulses to transmit encoded messages over a wire, would eventually revolutionize long-distance communication, reaching the height of its popularity in the 1920s and 1930s. And that is this day in sports history. All right, 6.50 this morning here on the Morning Drive. Just going back to the NFL just for a second. The owners are going to vote today, Jamie, on... uh on the competition and uh, on the scenarios uh, that have been approved by the competition committee that involve a neutral site for the AFC championship game. So if both the chiefs and the bills win this week or tie, um, the game would be at a neutral site. They'll vote on that. They'll vote on if both the chiefs and the bills lose game at a neutral site. Uh, they'll also vote, uh, whether it's a, uh, if Buffalo and Kansas city both lose and Cincinnati wins, a Buffalo or Chiefs 
a Buffalo, excuse me, a Bills or Bengals uh, game versus a Chiefs game would be at a neutral site. Neutral sites have not been determined. Seeds would hold up throughout the playoffs. If both Kansas City and Buffalo both win this weekend, the Chiefs will get the bye. If Buffalo wins and Kansas City loses, the Bills will be the one seed and get the bye, and no neutral sites would come into play. Mm. Okay. Can they make it Detroit? Buffalo's already 2-0 and there this year. Uh, Detroit apparently is unavailable from what I heard early, early this morning. I don't know if they've got some kind of a, you know. Circus. Circus or, uh, <laughs> you know, monster truck or, nice. you know, something along those lines going on. But that's not available. Indianapolis is a consideration and Atlanta is a consideration. Indianapolis, because of just their, uh, you know, they've, and Atlanta's done this too, uh, hosted Super Bowls and, you know, it's a, I don't know what the distance is between Kansas City and Indianapolis and Buffalo and Indianapolis. It, you know, I don't know if it's, a, you know, a fair distance or not. Heck, they could go play in New Mexico. They could. <laughs> you know, they could go play they in New Mexico. Come play at the Jones, couldn't they? Wouldn't that? Wouldn't that be cool? That would be. I would think that we, we'd, we'd see a lot of chief red and yellow. We, we sure would, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm, sounds uh, like a blast. Big Huey wants to know what was it like using a telegraph, Chuck? Ha 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 ha! ha Big Huey, <laughs> I I did I did have to use a manual typewriter in college. Okay, I did have to use a manual typewriter. Um, so there you go. So it'll. It, do you think that'll pass? That the, the I bet you that passes. It takes twenty four of the thirty two owners to for that to pass. So you think that... I think that'll pass. You think if Buffalo and KC make it to the AFC Championship game, it's going to be at a neutral site? Yeah. I do. At this point, I wonder if Jerry Jones is raising his hand going, hey, our boy is available. That'd be pretty cool. Well, there's a chance that it's not. I know, because we can play a doubleheader. <laughs> we can get those folks out and get them back in. Hey, you want some more good news? Sure. This may not interest you that much, but it interests me greatly. And I then, think then it interests me. If it Red, interests you greatly, then it interests me. Our Red Raider baseball fans will be excited about this. I was going to bring this up. I think I, I think I know what you're going to do. Go ahead. The NCAA has announced yes. that moving forward, the home team in every level of the postseason will be the higher seeded team. That means when the Red Raiders host a regional or a super regional. If you're watching the Red Raiders, they'll always be the home team in their home stadium. That's fantastic. That makes so much sense, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So that, so basically, you'll you'll bat last, right? Correct. And you'll stay in your home dugout, right? Because mm-hmm. they had to move dugouts too, right? It's happened. Yep. Yeah. It's happened. Yeah. That's yeah. just that's common sense. Mm-hmm. Jamie finally mm-hmm. finally got through to somebody. Did, were you mm-hmm. involved in that decision? None. None no. at all. Okay. Mm-hmm. Didn't know if maybe they mm-hmm. listened to you and said, "Hey, let's let's adopt the the lint uh, amendment here." Mm. Nope. I like it. I like that. Uh, I'm a huge fan. Yeah, it makes it just makes complete sense. Uh, this for you, Jeff. We all know the Cowboys won't be playing in the NFC Championship game. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see about that. 
I was more talking about should they get the second seed, they'd be a home team, which they could still easily get that done if they if they win the NFC East. So, you know, one thing at a time. One thing. But I'm glad you're thinking about the NFC Championship game. That's fine. Right, right. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. The good old Morning Drive. Weekdays at 6 on Double T 97.3. Sure. The good old Morning Drive. Yeah, I think we could do that. All right. That'd be that. I mean, I mean, just not not all the time, not to just you know belabor people with it, but just you know, kind of a oh, hey, that was kind of catchy, mm-hmm. you know, that was kind of catchy. Uh, mm-hmm. We get this. Uh, Tim Tadlock is such a cool dude. I saw him in Cabela's a while back with his dog. We visited for a long time. We didn't discuss baseball at all, just family and life. Truly, one of the good guys. Somebody wanted to know how how many days till baseball season. Well, okay, so today is what the sixth. So you got another twenty-five days of of January, and then you got seventeen in uh, February. So basically, forty-two days is what you're looking at. So there you go. Just about as much time as Noah spent in his art. Okay. Hmm. Was that forty-two days? <laughs> it was that forty-something days, right? I, I'm not sure. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, this from the Yates Flooring Center chat line: Hacks hates that Jamie makes him walk. You don't make Hacks walk, do you? I don't make hacks walk. No. Yeah, you don't make him walk. You don't. You make him walk. No, I mean, there's plenty of times where I'll let Jeff hop on the bus and and I'll do the post game show and and so I can walk home afterwards. Yeah, he just yeah. So I can walk back to I shouldn't say home back to the hotel afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't make him walk. No. Mm-mm. I mean, I've gone hiking plenty of times and asked him if he wanted to go with me and he's <laughs> to res- which he laughs <laughs> he res- respectfully declines yes like, yeah no but James. this is why jamie's a good partner because there's gonna be a day that hack goes yeah why not okay so last year it was actually kind of his fault <laughs> we we were <clears throat> when we were in at grand canyon he was like hey there's this pizza place that's fantastic it's right down the street or I don't remember what he said, but, and so myself and <clears throat> Matt Burkhalter, the sports information director, are like, all right, we're in, let's go. And he's like, yeah, it's right down the street. Well, it was farther than he thought. And so um, it was, I think, like nearly two miles to this oh, place. Oh, goodness. Yeah. And and you were like, well, that's a warm-up for me. And so we walked there, and we chowed. The food was fantastic. He was right, great place. And then he got done and he's like, all right, guys, let's let's Uber back. This we're not I'm not walking two more miles back. And I'm like, Yeah, I'm not paying for an Uber. I'm happy to take the walk. So you guys go ahead. And so it was kind of like I guilted, okay. And, <laughs> and so I think we all ended up walking back. And so that technically was my fault. Because mm. that was too cheap to chip in for the Uber. But really I just wanted the walk. Gotcha. Yeah. So that was my fault. But it was his fault. He picked the place. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Texas Tech and Oklahoma tomorrow. The uh, Sooners uh, come into this game 0-2 in conference play, much like the uh, the Red Raiders. What What do you think needs to transpire differently for the Red Raiders tomorrow, Jamie? Mm, man, first and foremost, I'd love to see a 100% healthy Daniel Bacho. Okay. I think that would make a big difference. Um, I would. I don't look at Oklahoma and feel like they have the skilled players that K 
Kansas does, but boy, I feel like you need to defend the perimeter better than you did on Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Yeah. Those would be a couple things that would jump out at me. Okay. Uh, Oklahoma so far in conference play is 16 of 47, 34%. Their opponents are 12 of 30. The uh, Red Raiders in conference play from beyond the arc are 18 of 44, similar. That's 45%. So made a couple of more threes and three less attempts. Uh, Tech opponents are 13 of 38, 34%. so you're, you've, you've averaged nine per game so far. You've played just two, okay, at TCU and then uh, the game against Kansas. The game against Kansas, the uh, Red Raiders were 10 of 21. You make 10 threes in a Big 12 game, you're going to win a lot of them, Jamie. Sure, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, the problem is you give up 11 threes in a Big 12 game, you're going to lose a lot of them, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and you know, essentially, kind of, it kind of came down to that. You know, um, the other thing, the other thing that was costly for the Red Raiders um, was was turnovers. Um, Kansas scoring twenty two points off of uh, fifteen Tech turnovers. Uh, the Jayhawks turned it over twelve times, and Tech converted with seventeen points. Off of turnovers. I mean, pretty much a wash. Pretty I mean, much a wash, not, but not so much. But not big of a difference there. That that wasn't something that jumped out at me. Okay, okay. I know it's five points difference, and you lost by three. I get it, but that to me wasn't where the game was won or lost. It was to me defending the perimeter and and doing a better job on the defensive glass for some. And even those numbers weren't huge. It just felt like there were some key times when you were trying to come back in the game that you didn't secure a defensive rebound, and therefore. Okay, you kind of killed your momentum. Yeah, you know what's what's uh, what's crazy is uh, that KU made uh, 18 field goals in the first half and seven threes in the first half, um, and then in the second half they were 13 to 31 and four of 10, uh, respectively. I mean, it was it's one of those games where you just go, man, really felt like you should have won the ball game, and and that's even without taking away the. I don't feel what, that way. I mean, you were you, know, you were. I mean, down. Yeah, I guess, I guess six, so. Six, seven, eight, yeah, nine. Yeah, for, I guess so. I, I guess mean, so. the majority of the contest. Yeah, I guess so. So I don't, I don't look at that and say you should have won the ball. Well, I'm just looking at it from a. Yeah, you're right. Okay, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to argue with you. You're right. Um, oh, that's no fun. Well, I was just trying to look at it from a statistical standpoint and going, but you're right because they kind of controlled the game and then you did a good job of, of making it a game in the late stages of it and then you basically had it kind of taken away there. When when the you know, John Higgins swallowed his whistle, I mean, for all intensive all intensive purposes, um, this came out the other day um, that the there's a been a memo uh, sent to Big Twelve coaches saying uh, the physical play is going to be eliminated at least in some ways as far as getting the first guilty person that is creating the physical play, um, <laughs> you know. Okay, so where was that the other night? I'm I'm confused. They're saying they're saying we want to eliminate the the physical play. Yeah. So well, should the memo be to the officials? <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, the coaches don't determine yeah. what's allowed and what's not allowed. Yeah. I mean, are you following me here? 
No, I do. I do. I do follow you. I do follow you because I kind of feel like that, hey. Uh, you could, I mean, you have a way to stop that, right? Yeah, by calling call a foul. Call a foul, right. And, and you know what? The players will go, oh, okay. Well, they're calling it tighter this game. We're, we're not going to do that. Right, right. <laughs> no, you, you, you're, exa- you're exactly right. I mean, I, I think Curtis Shaw should be sending that memo to his yeah, fellow, like the, fellow officials as opposed yeah. to you know the the Big Twelve coaches because I think Mark Adams would go oh okay well why didn't that memo come out Monday morning well they you just know? decided um, I guess I'm okay maybe with it was the- one of those deals where they they it was directed at somebody specifically but instead of calling them out you send it to everybody like bear hugs of Daniel Bacho on the final play are not going to be allowed anymore but you didn't want to anger Bill Self. So sure. you just send out a blanket memo to all the coaches. Sure. That, okay. That makes that makes sense. Yeah. And if they're going to make a change in the way the game is going to be has been officiated, I I appreciate the fact they're letting the coaches know. That's and that fine. might be what this and is. And the truth be told is they may have told the officials the same thing. Hey, we got to clean this up. Mm-hmm. But yeah. of course the Big 12 is not going to admit that they're telling their officials they didn't do a good job. Yeah. Especially yeah. after the week that they had. Yeah. They're going to act like they're perfect. Yeah. They don't want to add fuel to the fire that is Big 12 basketball fans right now <clears throat> feeling like it they had a a bad week. Kind of feels like they had a bad week, doesn't it? Real bad That's, week. Doesn't feel that way. They did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh Jamie's just got a question of the day that'll be next here this morning on Lubbock Sports Station Double T 973. You'll hear Friendship Girls Basketball tonight at 6. Lady Raider Basketball tomorrow at 4.30 on 107.7 Yes FM. They play at TCU. And the Red Raiders here on Double T 97.3 tomorrow night, early afternoon. 5 o'clock the broadcast time, 6. The tip time from United Supermarkets Arena. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. All right, 731. Questions, questions, questions. Jamie's got one. All right, I'm going to steal one off the Yates Flooring Center chat line that I was asked earlier today, or we were asked earlier today. How many conference wins do you think the Red Raider men's basketball team will have? It's so funny because I, I literally had that in my mind to ask you, and then he asked you and, and you responded, which is fine, because um, I thought it was a I thought it was a good question. I was uh, a little surprised at your res- at your response um, a little. and then uh, so now I've got to give now I've got to give you one. Um, let's see. So you've lost two already. Uh, you play a total of 18. Man, I'd love to tell you nine. I just want to find out where they are. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna. That's the number that's in my head. I'm gonna say you're gonna go nine and nine in a Big Twelve play. Okay. Thinking eight. Um, I don't think you're gonna quite make nine and nine. I, I think when you get Fardos back, hopefully, what another week out or so, week and a half or so that that changes dramatically how this team looks and, and reacts. But I you, I think you're going to be a little late at that point to get to nine. So I'm going to go eight. Okay, so weird eight part for ten. me. 
I, I said earlier on the Yates Flooring Center chat line, I went with eight. Yeah. Okay. As I go individually through the games, mm-hmm. I have a hard time getting eight. I just feel like you're going to find a way to win some games that you probably shouldn't. Okay. okay? Um. And and again, you're you're zero and two, but you could very easily be two and zero, or one and one, mm-hmm. no doubt. But okay, so let's let's go forward. Okay. All right. Let's just let's play this little silly little game. Okay. And pretend we know what's going to happen. Sure, because we've got okay. the crystal ball. Oklahoma tomorrow at home. What it's do you win. got? Win. Oh, okay, with me as well. At Iowa State on Tuesday. Uh, that's a loss. Loss. At Texas Saturday. That's a loss. Win. We own that place. It's ours. All right. I'm with Chuck. Home against Baylor on the 17th. Win. Loss. I think I put that down as a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Kansas State on the 21st. We can't win there. We just they could put <laughs> they could put the sweet little sisters of the poor. Uh, they could put some um, you know team from you know Osawatomie, Kansas, up there, uh, which is the true town. Uh, their best five. We just haven't been able to win there. Win, loss for me. I don't I don't subscribe to all of what Chuck's going going over there, but I just think they're a good team. Uh, West Virginia at home. Win. Win. They may keep track of how many we've got here. Uh, I have three for myself. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm in lockstep with you so far. Okay. Um, Iowa State at home. That's a win. Win. Four for all of us. At Baylor. Uh, I believe that's a loss. Loss. Yep. At Oklahoma State. I think you win that game. Win. All at five. Home against K State. You win that game. Win. Yep. Six. Home against Texas. You win that game. Win. Seven. At West Virginia. Lose. You should win. You might lose. So, I, like, what I mean by that is that's the one road game that you have tro- that that really you've had struggles with. It helps. So I'll that, say a loss. It helps. It's an eleven a.m. tip. So you know the. That doesn't help. The hooligans won't be as. Uh, it's not the hooligans there that during basketball season. Hooched up there on the, on the uh, moonshine. So that's a ten a.m. trip. A tip there, right? No, no, no. Knew. Twelve. It'd be knew. twelve. My yeah. bad. You're right. Uh, I got it as a win, so I'm up to eight. Okay. Um, at Oklahoma. I think you win that game. Win. Maybe, Home against TCU. I think you win that game. I'm worried that's a loss. I told you guys I was having a hard time getting to eight. Yeah. I'm at ten. Yeah. <laughs> at Kansas. Lose. Lose. Home against Oklahoma State. I think you win that game. Yeah. So I think I'm at ten. Twelve. We're, we're going eleven and five the rest of the way. Well, here's but here's the thing. I mean, when you when you look at I, your at your first two conference games, I mean you can make a case for yourself that you're a you're a stop here or there. Uh, you, you're just. You're... I don't feel bad about this team. Mm-hmm. I feel like the rest of the conference is better than I thought they were going to be. Teams like Oklahoma and Iowa State and Kansas State. I mean, yeah. West Virginia, I'm probably not throwing them in there. Mm-hmm. Even Oklahoma State, maybe a little bit. Teams that I thought were going to be easier W's for you are, I mean, clearly I've, not. They're not as easy as I thought yeah. they were going to be. 
Yeah, I would agree with that. So that's why I'm, you know, tempering expectations. That's why I'm a little bit nervous, all the above. Beginning of the season, I also thought you were going to have, you know, a big man who averaged 18 points and 13 rebounds last year. Now I'm questioning whether you're ever going to have him. So... Um, Does your number change if if we learn that Fardos Amac is not going to play this year? Mine does. Because mine does not. I don't think mine does because at this point he doesn't exist until I see him on the floor. Yeah, I, and I just I just feel like that he's. So those predictions that I made were thinking that he's not out there. I I agree. I agree with you. I'm in the same. Now if he comes, boat. if he comes and plays and plays great, then clearly we could look at this again and change our opinions. But I feel like I was pretty homeristic already <laughs> with some of those picks. So, um, so I don't know how much homier I could get or homerer I could be. I mean. It's it's not the it's not the easiest place to uh, to play, but man, that's a that's a pretty brutal week next week uh, for the Red Raiders having yeah. to go to Ames and go to Austin. And I would sure you know where it's also not an easy place to play is here is here, and yeah. so that's why sure you know it just it just feels like you're not going to lose a bunch of home games <clears throat> even though there's really good teams right. coming in here. No, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. So if you just held serve. If you just held serve, uh, you'd have eight wins in the Big 12. Yeah, if you just won all your home games. Yeah, if you won all your home games. Yeah, but that would include playing against some some good teams at home, like sure. TCU and Baylor. And Texas. Iowa State and Texas. Yeah. yeah. The, the, I mean, honestly, you could lose those games. The you, you won't have – all you'll have is the usual emotion with Texas. You won't have the ratcheted up. Chris Beard emotion that you had last year. And I would tell you, even even if nothing had happened on December the twelfth or whatever date it was, it would have been it would have been emotional, but it would not have I don't think it would have equaled last year. No, no, I don't I don't think the emotion would have been there when as you much. Buy ten tickets on vivid seats, you get the eleventh ticket free. I wonder what my eleventh will be. You're trash! Living but I do think... My apologies. I was trying to get the basketball schedule for tomorrow. I do think that you would have had a fan base, specifically the students, that looked back at last year and said, hey, we made that really, really sure. fun, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we were awesome, and they would have tried to compete with that mm-hmm. and tried to make that atmosphere again for the Texas game. Yeah, I think they would have done that. So yeah. may have not had as much raw emotion behind mm-hmm. it, but I still think that they were like, hey, we're going to wear this guy out again. Yeah. Um, I hope they wear out the interim guy. <laughs> right. You, we don't have any ill will against him other than he's just coaching the Longhorns, he's right? wearing burnt orange. He's we have ill will. Yeah. Ill will. Yeah. Um, I, wonder, I wonder how this will affect their team if that helps their team going, okay, that, that cloud has gone away now. We don't have to worry about that. The distraction is gone. Yeah. We know we know who we are. This mm-hmm. is what we're going to be the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and their coach knows he's at least the acting coach for the rest of the year. And then, how many of those guys has Beard reached out to and told him to enter the portal to go to his next destination? 
in four years. Well, <laughs> I'll just say this. He, his next step is going to be at the same probably level as Billy Gillespie. Wouldn't that be odd if Billy Gillespie and Chris Beard coached against each other in a game at some small conference, you know, gym somewhere in the middle of nowhere? That would be funny. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Come to you this morning from the First United Bank studio and look forward to hearing from you today on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to double t 973com for that or the mobile app. Benchmark hotline is open as well at 806-771-0973. Okay. Um, what do you think... What do you think the mood or temperament um, level of enthusiasm or do you th- with these NFL games this weekend? Do you think we see? Do you think we see something different, or do you think because there's been a lot of good news for Demar Hamlin that it's not necessarily back to business as usual, but there won't be a noticeable difference? I don't think there'll be a noticeable difference. Okay. Do you the think- only team that I would question would be Buffalo. Okay, and the uh, the Bills will uh, will play on Sunday, um, and they play host to the Patriots. It's a, a noon kickoff. Do you, do you think uh, the Bills might play with more inspiration, or do you think the do you think they'll be tempered? I mean, I, I'm not trying to get you to get inside their heads because I know that you're not. Um, I'm just curious if you have a if you have a thought. I think it could go either way. I, I mean, I don't think. As a professional athlete, I, I just I don't think you can just turn it on and turn it off mm-hmm. and act like it's n- and not going to affect anything. Basically, from Monday night to yesterday, yeah. I mean, I think the flip the switch was flipped off for for Buffalo mm-hmm. as far as football goes. And I know they had a walkthrough and a practice, but I think the switch was flipped off. And so I think it probably is. Flipped back on now. Is it enough time? I don't know. And and you know what? I, I mean, honestly, as, again, as a, as a fan of that team, I, I, I'm not going to be angry either way. Or I'm not, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I know, I know you, um, that's boring for me to say because I, no, see, I, think I could see truth, it. Could go, I think it could go either way. I mean, I really do. I think you could see them play really, really inspired. I think you could also see see them um, just be just not as crisp or whatever. And I also think, I mean, if you want to dive into it a little bit, that there's a legitimate concern because um, Demar Hamlin was the backup to the real starter, and now he's out. Okay, so th- they have a serious issue with their secondary um, because they've got some other guys banged up, and so it's a serious issue that they have right there. So. Um, I, I think there's that concern if you're a fan of the Bills. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you, you – pro- you know what, Chuck? You probably are getting both. You probably will see an inspired team, but they'll also probably not be at their best because they've only been focused on football for two or three days, right, instead of a full week like most teams are. And I think other teams, it doesn't affect at all. I think they'll be – you know, they might have – um. I don't know, it'll be mentioned and, and all that kind of stuff, and maybe every NFL team's wearing a three on the back of their helmet or something. Sure. I, I don't know. But I, I don't think it's going to affect those teams and how good they play. Okay. 
I mean, uh, I don't think the Chiefs are going to be like, you know what, it would be wrong for us to take the number one seed. Let's lay an egg against the Raiders this week. I mean, I just don't see that. Hey, we're going to go to the casino. Mahomes is going to treat everybody to lunch. We're going to tell the Vegas Raiders, you guys got this. Well, it is the Vegas Raiders. Yeah. They probably do have it. Patrick could probably play left-handed. They win that game. Well, I hope so. Chiefs are favored by nine, and uh, you know their uh, Vegas Raiders are six and ten. Chiefs are thirteen and three. How much better would you feel if the uh, Chiefs were favored by ten? Oh, I feel. I feel. I don't think I'd feel any different. Okay. I feel because then it's a double digit, a double digit favorite there. You're one point from that. I, I know in the theory of, of of kind of rationality in terms of kind of how I look at things. Because I know where you're going here. You're going, okay, so how does having a 6'11 center vary from having a 7-foot center? I know that's kind of the he's road. one inch taller. Yeah, he's one inch taller. But, you know, in terms of I think the, the true question is, how does it affect things if you tell the truth or you lie? Well, man, when you put it like that, I mean, of course, telling the truth is the better is the better thing to do. Well, then they should put six eleven. But but, but Actually, probably but put six ten. But we'll, when we'll get to that in a minute. When you're when you're but when you're when you're sometimes when you're trying to kind of I don't know massage things a little bit or kind of you know it's, it's nobody gets hurt with by saying that. Is He's this what foot. happened with the Lady Raiders the other night? The reason they wouldn't drive the lane early in the game because they they saw that Kansas listed the girl at six six, and they were like, well, "We're not driving in there. Can't do that." I I, I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. I, that's a that that was a uh, that's a question. Uh, Please do not ask Coach Gerlich that question. <laughs> I think I asked her that of the post game. <laughs> well, because she brought it up, and I was like, "Well, why wouldn't why wouldn't you follow?" And then, she was a little exasperated, but you know, which I, I certainly understood. But no, my question really, like, with regards to the Kansas City Chiefs this weekend, yeah, nine point favorite over the the Raiders. No, I feel I'm not worried about this game in any way, shape, or form for the Kansas City Chiefs. No, me neither. It could be a four point favorite according right. to Vegas. I would still think the Chiefs are going to take care of business easily. Yes, I'm with you. I'm with you. Are you though? Yes. Okay. Well, yes. You know who's going to start at quarterback for him, don't you? The Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick no, Mahomes. No, the Vegas Raiders. Uh, the third string guy now. Jared Stidham. Jared Stidham. Yeah. That guy just keeps – it's like he's got like Didn't 16. Didn't he start last week? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he played pretty well. It's just – it's funny how this he just kind of keeps surfacing. You know, the former tech commit, former Baylor commit, former – where did he end up? Where did he's like at uh, – Alabama or someplace like that. It wasn't. Where did he finally finish? He didn't finish at Baylor? I uh-uh. don't remember that. Uh, it wasn't was, Bama, was it? No, it wasn't Bama. It was someplace like Auburn. 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 That's okay. right. It was Auburn. Okay. I knew it was someplace down there like that. Um, This from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Someone exasperated with Chuck? No. <laughs> Lucky lady gets. You talk about exasperated sometimes there's somebody that gets exasperated with me oh laura but but she keeps coming back for more because she knows that i'm the gift that keeps on giving (laughs) right uh cowboys and the washington commanders from our nation's capital tomorrow after sunday afternoon i should say we'll have it for you on double t 97.3 
2.30 the broadcast time, 3.25 the kick. The Cowboys are favored by 7. 12 and 4 are the Cowboys. Commanders are 7, 8, and 1 on the season. Uh, Cowboys on the matchup predictor with uh, ESPN at 86% versus the uh, Commanders who are at 13.6. Dak Prescott um, will be the Cowboys starting quarterback and uh, Taylor Henneke will go for the Commanders. So uh, Henneke is... Heineke? Heineke, excuse me. Has thrown for 1,859 yards, 12 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. Dak has thrown for 2,732, 22 touchdowns, and 14 interceptions. That interception number seems to be a little high for him. Not all of them have been his fault, but man, you sure, you know, when you've won 12 ball games, you sure would like your quarterback to, I don't know, not be quite so high on that. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at DoubleT97.3.com.